Randy Bachman's Vinyl Tap, presented this week by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekend and Randy's Vinyl Tap. Put on your seatbelts and get ready for another ride in the rock and roll time machine, and we're going back to the origins of classic rock, the early 60s, basically the mid-60s, when it all came together, and bringing you memories and stories, and I love this ride. I know you're going to love it, too. I'm not even going to say I hope you love it. I know you're going to love it. All right. This was the explosion of pop music being played by the next generation of guys. There was the Chuck Berries, the Elvises, the Bo Diddleys, all the guys who were mixing rhythm and blues with country music, with swing, with hillbilly, and then the young guys like me and guys in L.A. and everywhere around the world and England were copying and making it our own music. We were adopting this new music called rock and roll and pop music and slamming it all together with whatever influences we had from our family growing up. England, USA, Canada, everybody's coming in. Spain, bands are coming from all over the world. Here we're going to go, and this is going to set it up for the rest of the show. The Who, 1966, written by the incredible Mr. Peter Townsend. The band was Roger Daltrey, John Entwistle, Keith Moon, and Pete Townsend. I'll be doing a gig with Roger Daltrey this coming February in 2023. We're on a cruise that leaves from Fort Lauderdale and goes down to... Cocoa Beach in the Bahamas. We're going to have a wonderful time. So I'll be on that with Roger Daltrey. Deep Purple, woo. Marshall Tucker, Walter Trout, great. The Who, 1966. This changed radio. In the end of the song, they go crazy. They smash everything. I saw them do this live. It was stunning to see. It's still stunning to hear in the middle of this pop song. Inspired by a song called My Generation by Mose Allison. Here's Pete Townsend with My Generation. my generation if you were born like me in the 40s and you are lucky enough to be like over 65 and celebrating this music we got the very beginning of rock and roll from chuck berry and bo diddley and then in the 60s we went through this transition of great music that's still around today we lived through Monterey and the pop festival and woodstock it was all part of our culture as as all this music and here we are bouncing back and forth between the UK with The Who and My Generation and The Beach Boys, 1966, written by the great Brian Wilson, Tony Asher, and Mike Love. And Google and find the Brian Wilson story. It's an amazing story. All these bios are coming out now, and you can learn all about these great musicians and songwriters that created this music for us. Here's The Beach Boys, 1966. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if we the Beach Boys of Wouldn't It Be Nice, 1966. What else happened in 1966? 
the incredible American boxer, Cassius Clay, who won many medals in the Olympics, comes back and becomes a professional boxer, changes his name to Muhammad Ali, and becomes a conscientious objector and refuses to go to the war in Vietnam, which was a big, big deal. I remember touring in the mid-60s. I would go into a town in the USA with the Guess Who, and it might be in Iowa or Texas or California, wherever we were touring. We were the only guys in the town between the ages of 18 and 30. Everyone else was gone and drafted. They were sent over to what they call the killing floor in Vietnam. And it was a terrible, terrible time. And you got to appreciate how brave Cassius Clay was to object to be going over them, being called a CO, a conscientious objector, and refusing to go and fight in the war, which made no sense to go fight in a jungle somewhere. And I only wish that Elvis had done that because I believe the army destroyed Elvis. He was never the same since he went in there and they cut his hair and they sent him to Germany in an army tank for two years. Also in 66, Yahoo! The Montreal Canadiens beat the Detroit Red Wings and win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, hockey forever. And Caesars Palace opens in Las Vegas. Rock and roll and then Caesars Palace starts to hire musicians to play. The Beatles kick back against the Beach Boys, Wouldn't It Be Nice, in 1966 with Lennon and McCartney from the Revolver album, Gotta Get You Into My Life. I was alone, I took a ride, I didn't know what I would find there Another road where maybe I could see another kind of mind there Ooh, and I suddenly see you Ooh, That was the Beatles with Got to Get You Into My Life. Back in Winnipeg, we're still releasing singles. I'm with the Guess Who. It's our fourth or fifth single in this in this year, trying to get out of Winnipeg. Just, I mean, the radio station would play our singles, but we're trying to get played in, like, Toronto and elsewhere, like even Brandon, Manitoba. Here's a song with Burton Cummings on vocal that I wrote. You can see our zombie influence in here with my guitar playing and uh, Burton Cummings playing on the little electric corner piano. 1966, the Guess Who, Believe Me. My broken romance And how she decided Give me just one more chance For her love to last Till the end of my day And to get her back These are the words That I had to say I'll always be your guy Believe me 1966 The Guess Who Believe Me We're celebrating 1966 basically the birth of classic rock what's still on the radio now and still hanging in there because they're all great songs the lyrics are good they have hooks which are the courses that you can sing along to everybody knows all of these songs they're all embedded into our life our dna our memories and it's really incredible from 1966 a band led by john sebastian Mark Sebastian and Steve Boone and featured Zal Yanofsky, a Canadian in the band they were called, Love and Spoonful. Here's a great song about the summertime. Summer in the City, 1966. Hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirt and gritty. Bend down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk hotter than a match here. That was Summer in the City with The Lovin' Spoonful, John Sebastian. 
Now we kick back with a band that came out in the Beatles era, but were quite different. They had different harmonies and different musicians in the band, and they were really fantastic. They featured Ellen Clark and Graham Nash on lead vocals. The band was called The Hollies. Ellen and Graham met in grade one. They sang in the school choir and church choir together. They sang all through their growing up years into teenagehood where they copied and emulated the Everly Brothers, the two-part harmony, and they formed a band called The Hollies. The song is called Bus Stop. It's written by Graham Gouldman, who's a good friend of mine uh, in London. I do a lot of shows with him, songwriting shows. And he wrote uh, Kind of Hush for Hermit's Hermits, No Milk Today for Hermit's Hermits, I'm Not in Love for 10CC, of which he was a member. And he also wrote this song for the Hollies called Bus Stop. Reached number one in Canada, number five in Billboard. The Hollies were Eric Haydock, Ellen Clark, Graham Nash, Tony Hicks on lead guitar, and Bobby Elliott on drums. A fantastic band. Here we go, 1966. And this is the year that our Prime Minister, Lester B. Pearson, launches universal health care in Canada. That changed Canada and the world, and everybody copied us. All right, here we go, 1966, bus stop, the Hollies. the Hollies with Bus Stop. We are rocking and rolling. Now also in 1966, there's a new band doing R&B and they love copying the R&B that comes out of Chicago, the Chess Studios. All the songs by Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Muddy Waters. They love this stuff. They are called the Small Faces. They didn't have a name for the band, but they took their promo pictures and when somebody looked at it, they said, gee, you guys all have small faces. That became their name. These guys were all Five foot two or three and under. These were small guys. This, there's different kind of guys, but there's some English guys that are very, very tiny. Jimmy Page is also very small, very short and very frail, actually. And these guys were the same. They were the small faces. The small faces were, and you'll recognize these names. Steve Marriott, lead guitar and vocals. Ronnie Lane, lead guitar and vocals and bass. Kenny Jones, Jimmy Winston. And these guys went on to play in many other bands, and they were later joined by Rod Stewart when they just dropped small and became Faces. Here they are, 1966. Listen to this song closely. It's written by Willie Dixon. You will recognize parts of the song because it was adapted and maybe stolen a little bit by Led Zeppelin on their first album. They, Zeppelin called it Whole Lot of Love. Willie Dixon called it, and so did the small faces. You need lovin'. Here we go in 1966, inspiring Led Zeppelin. That was the Small Faces with showing you the origin of the song Whole Lot of Love and where it came from, written by the great Willie Dixon at Chess Studios in Chicago. Now we bounce back to The Who, the greatest songwriter out of England, that's a solo writer who wrote all the lyrics 
and music himself and created the sound of this band. 1966, The Who, Pete Townsend, sung by the great Roger Daltrey, Substitute. That was The Who with Substitute. This is Randy's Vinyl Tap. You can send us mail to Randy's Vinyl Tap, P.O. Box 2100, Sydney, B.C., Victor 8 Leonard, 3 Susie 6. Email can go to mailbag at randysvinyltap.com. We're celebrating 1966, and in this year, the Beatles played their last show ever at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, and I have a ticket from that show. Yes. Very cool thing to have, but very sad, the Beatles' last performance. They then released this song in 1966, written by Lennon and McCartney. It's got odd time signatures in it and great studio effects, and Ringo has said many times, this is his greatest drum performance and drum rolls and drum tracks. So listen to this closely. Here's the Beatles, 1966, featuring Ringo, his favorite drum part, Rain. the Beatles and Rain. Along with Pete Townsend, there's another great songwriter, composer, who did all the lyrics and all the music himself. His name was Ray Davies. That's what we call him. In, in England, they call him Ray Davis. I don't know why. It's just the way they pronounce it. It's like Bachman and Bachman. Davies and Davis. Written by Ray Davies. 1966, how he started Distortion Rock in 1964-65 with You Really Got Me, and then how he wrote really great, incredible, descriptive songs like this in 1966, Sunny Afternoon, from the Kinks, Ray Davies. the kinks was in the summertime i'm actually sunny afternoon i had a chance to go and see the kinks musical when i was in london last and it's really incredible it's like sitting through we will rock you with all the queen songs it's got all the kink songs you know waterloo sunset all day and all night how they got their sound how the brothers ray and dave davies fought with each other which most brothers do all the time and it's just a great musical a ride through the 60s the Batman series starring Adam West debuts on TV. Star Trek debuted on CTV. England wins the World Soccer Cup against West Germany. The Sound of Music wins big at the Academy Awards. And I remember a few years ago in London, when internet was just going, my daughter, who was you know my youngest daughter, says to me, Dad, uh, there's a happening going, a Sound of Music happening in Leicester Square. Let's all go. I said, what do you mean? She said, everybody connects on YouTube 
and we all go there and we dress up like people in the sound of music. And I said, are you kidding? She said, no, we all go in the square and we all have our earphones in and music comes out and we all sing the same song at the same time. And I thought this was amazing. So I go with her on the tube and we come out at Leicester Square and everybody's dressed up like the Von Trapp family, like the father or the mother or the kids. And there's a guy there, he's about six foot four, and he's wearing a yellow, orangey yellow Speedo from top to bottom. And he looks like a pencil, you know, these orange pencils. And everybody there saying, I'm Von Trapp, I'm this girl, I'm that girl. And I go to this guy and he says, excuse me, are you part of this Sound of Music thing? And he says, yeah. I said, well, what are you? And he says, I'm Ray, a drop of golden sun. I thought that was really cool. That was his part of being in Sound of Music. So we're having a lot of fun here in 1966. And here is from uh, Ottawa, who were later the five-man electrical band, who are now called the Staccatos, doing a cover version of Eddie Cochran's Come On Everybody. And I remember Ottawa had JB and the Playboys, the Squires, and this band, the Staccatos. Here is the Staccatos with Come On Everybody. Hey, come on, everybody. the Staccatos with Come On Everybody. We are rocking and rolling here and I am going to be on tour with my band doing my special show. If you like these stories I'm telling about all the music and bands that I've played with and I've known over the years, I tell my own stories in this show called Every Song Tells a Story. How I wrote and recorded the songs for the Guess Who and six or seven songs from Back Return Overdrive and one or two songs from my own solo career. And we are starting in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan on October the 30th. And then we go to Medicine Hat, then Saskatoon. We're into November now, Winnipeg, on to Brandon, on to Red Deer, on to Camrose, on to Fort Saskatchewan, going to Victoria, and then playing Mary Winsper Theatre in Sydney, BC on Monday, November the 14th. So I'll be on tour with my band doing Every Song Tells a Story. Hope you can come out and see it and just check the website for that. Here we go with the Monkees written by Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart, I'm Not Your Stepping Stone. the monkeys with I'm Not Your Stepping Stone. You're listening to Randy Bachman's Vinyl Tap, brought to you by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. 1966 is our theme, and starting in 65, 66, bleeding into 67, because these songs sometimes were in different places in different parts of the world at different times. Here are the Beatles, 1966, with a song that has no hook like any Beatles song, like Yeah, 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 or She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah, or I Want to Hold Your Hand, nothing like that. A very strange song, but a great song. One of my favorite by the Beatles, from the album called Revolver, where they all brought in weird little tape loops and things like that. An incredible drum beat. John got his lyrics from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Here are the Beatles, 1966 from Revolver, Tomorrow Never Knows. 
love the Beatles with Tomorrow Never Knows. And you know what? When that came out, nobody knew what tomorrow was going to be. Wow. <laughs> Here we are 45, 50 years later, still playing the same music. It's gone from being about 18 years of great music that you can sing along to every single song. I'm happy to be a part of that, and it's been wonderful. Here is uh, Kicking Back, because there's a pitch from London and L.A. and New York and Detroit, back from Winnipeg. The guess who, Burton Cummings on the vocal. Because it's my pride that I wrote in the middle is quite uh, really special, because in 1966, I'm inventing a thing called a fuzz tone and a Herzog with Gargillis, who built us our amps in Winnipeg, Garnett Amps. His real name was Garnett. We just call them Gar. And this features Jim Cale playing a bass solo in the middle, a la, just like John Entwistle in My Generation. So here's a song called It's My Pride. I wrote the song. It's kind of cool because it has a 5-4 bar in the middle of it. Burton Cummings is singing, and it's the Guess Who, 1966. It's My Pride. <laughs> It's amazing for me to hear that stuff. That's pretty pretty coming singing. It's my pride. The Guess Who, 66. Now we're going to go to 1966. What was going on in England with the Yardbirds? Chris Dreja, Jim McCarty, Jeff Beck, Keith Rolfe, and Paul Smith was a great blues band, but they had a producer who was a pop-oriented guy. His name was Mickey Most. And he kept bringing them pop songs. So they would try to take a pop song and play really, really great guitar, put some really great stuff behind besides playing their blues. I did a lot of shows with these bands as the opening act, and they would play blues all night long. And then they would play their one or two or three pop hit songs that everyone would go crazy over, and everyone was bored over the other stuff. This features the incredible Jeff Beck on guitar. The Yardbirds, 1966, over, under, sideways, down. Hey! Of the Yardbirds, over, under, sideways, down. The great Jeff Beck on guitar. While that was going on in 1966, Eric Clapton, the other great guitar player, remember there were three. They were from a triangle in England that was maybe, they grew up maybe three or four miles apart from each other. Jimmy Page, Eric Clapton, and Jeff Beck, they were all in the Yardbirds at one time or another, and they've all had incredible stellar careers on their own. Here's Eric Clapton at the same time that Jeff Beck was in the Yardbirds. And there was a time they were both in the band where one had to play bass and one played lead guitar. This is Eric Clapton with John Mayo and the Blues Breakers from the album known as the Beano album because they're sitting there on a sidewalk and they're reading the Beano album. There's nothing else to call the album. And for those of you who play Scrabble and I do every day, Beano is a real word in Scrabble. I don't know why or I don't even know what it means. Anyways, here's an iconic guitar solo from Eric Clapton and he's the guy who cranked up a 59 Les Paul through a small Marshall amp on full tilt boogie on 11 as they say in Spinal Tap John May on the Blues Breakers, Eric Clapton on guitar All Your Love, 1966 
John Mayo and the Blues Breakers featuring EC, Mr. Eric Clapton on All Your Love. We're taking a ride through the 60s, and these two guys, along with Lennon and McCartney and Jagger and Richards out of England, wrote incredible music that is still everywhere today. They're Mr. Pete Townsend, who wrote for The Who and played guitar, and Mr. Ray Davies, who sang lead and wrote and played guitar in The Kinks. We're going to give you back-to-back The Kids Are All Right, 1966, by The Who from the album My Generation, and Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks, written by Ray Davies from the album Something Else. The kids are all right, Waterloo Sunset. I don't mind the guys dancing with my girl. That's fine, I know I'm all pretty well. But I know sometimes I must get the double British kick in the face with The Who and The Kinks. Two incredibly great rock and roll bands whose uh, writers actually just wrote wonderful stories in their lyrics. Now we're going to get back to the USA kicking back 1966, written by John Phillips, who wrote most of the songs, all of the songs for Mamas and Papas. We used to call the song Ba-da, Ba-da-da-da. It was really called Monday, Monday. Here's the mamas and papas. Monday, Monday. So good to me. Monday morning. It was all. That was Mamas and Papas with Monday Monday with the great Canadian singer Denny Doherty from Halifax doing the lead in that band. He had a great voice. You discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Hi, I'm Randy Backman. It's time again for another special You Discover Music capsule. Aileen Regina Twain is country music's best-selling female artist of all time. In fact, she's one of music's best-selling artists of all time, and she was raised in Timmins, Ontario, and I have been there, and it's a cute little place, and it's right in Canada. She's better known as Shania Twain. Her name is a mixture of different languages and cultures. Shania means God-given gift. You're on your way to success. It's just a golden name. She has sold 100 million copies. She needs a gigantic mantelpiece to hold her five Grammys and 13 Juno Awards. Shania is currently performing her second residency in Vegas called Let's Go. The two-year residency kicked off with a sold-out run and continues to be the hottest ticket in Vegas. 
This is the new thing that's happening. Artists are going to one place and they don't have to do all the travel and handle all the airplane cancellations and buses and everything. So they go to one space and then the audience changes daily or weekly. So if you're in Vegas, you can go and see Shania Twain over and over and over and over. She's in the same place all the time. Shania is the subject of a documentary called Not Just a Girl, which features her life story as well as some of her biggest hits. Universal Music has released a Highlights CD, which includes many of the songs in the documentary and a brand new single, the title track, and it's called Not Just a Girl. That was not just a girl, Shania Twain and her brand new single from her new CD. It features 18 of her biggest hits now available from You Discover Music. You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Youdiscovermusic.ca. Now we're going to give you double kind of a cool novelty songs by The Who, written by Pete Townsend. The first one is Happy Jack, which is about a tadpole. It becomes a frog. And uh, it, a number one song in Canada from the album Happy Jack. And then a song written by John Entwistle, the bass player in The Who. It's called Boris the Spider. His nickname is Boris the Spider. And when he does his autograph, he signs John Entwistle. And he draws, when he puts the dot on whistle, it falls down like a spider web. And he draws a web and he draws a little spider on his autograph. And I toured with John Entwistle in 1995 as part of Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. And I got to play this song every single night with him for 10 months. Can you imagine playing Boris the Spider every single day, maybe five or six times a week for 10 months. Anyways, here's the double who, Happy Jack and Boris the Spider, 1966. the who with boris the spider and now we're going to kick back with detroit street fighting music here from motown motown was hitting the world charts as well there here's a song by the temptations called get ready Our 
last little jaunt of this time travel. Motown was hitting the world charts as well there. Here's a song by Little Stevie Wonder, as they call him, because he was little. He was 12 years old when he did this, a song called Fingertips. Stevie Wonder with fingertips, really great. Now we're going to retaliate with a cool, psychedelic kind of song by the Yardbirds called Shapes of Things, written by Jim McCarty, Keith Rolfe, and Paul Samuel Smith. This features Jeff Beck on guitar. It has the psychedelic ending. And this was featured in the movie called Blow Up, which I remember Burton Cummings and I wanted to see this in 1966. We were like young guys, teenagers, and... The Yardbirds were in the end of this movie. So we went and sat through this movie, which was not really a great movie. It wasn't bad about a photographer who was filming, you know, fashionistas uh, in the park in London. And one of his pictures got a picture of uh, somebody doing something wrong, committing a crime in the background, how he was chased out. We didn't care about that at all. We just wanted to see these guys, the Yardbirds, doing shapes of things with a psychedelic ending was Jeff Beck on his famous Telecaster guitar. 1966, Shapes of Things. Yardbirds of Shapes of Things you've been listening to Randy's Vinyl Tap and for a full list of songs played on this podcast visit randybackman.com and click the link and that's it for now I'll be back with another Vinyl Tap cast very soon <laughs> <laughs>